Thank you so much, Judith. Uh, this morning we'll be going back to look at the book of John. And uh, uh, those of you who are members of King's Church, uh, you will recall and uh, that at the beginning of the year, at the start of the year, we were uh, talking about uh, two lenses. Uh, two lenses for us to maintain a sharp and clear focus. And uh, we said those two lenses are discipleship and mission. Discipleship uh, about uh, following Jesus, about being more like Jesus. And uh, we talked about mission, that uh, uh, it's about knowing that Jesus has sent us into this world the same way he was sent into our world. So I'll be taking my bearing and I'll be looking at John chapter 13, focusing more on discipleship and mission. So I will read from John chapter 13, uh, and it's the story of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. I'll be looking at John chapter 13, and uh, I will read, read from verse 1 and uh, through and down to Verse 17. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said, Not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Verily, verily, very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. 
Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. What an interesting passage. Um, if we begin to look at this passage from verse 1, the Bible says it was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. This is so reassuring, especially about our relationship with God the Father, about what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary for us. He reconciled us back to God for us to have a good and great and fantastic and tremendous fellowship with the Father. We have free access to our Father. We can call God the Father. In fact, when he was telling the disciples, he said, this is how you should pray. Say, our Father who is in heaven. It was so reassuring that Jesus knew where he came from and he knew who sent him. And he knew that the hour had come Jesus was not just beating about the bush. Jesus knew what he was supposed to accomplish here on earth. He knew his purpose on earth. And he knew the right time that he was going to leave this world and go to the Father. The next thing I can see from that scripture is that the Bible says he loved us. Jesus loved us. He loved those of us who have given our lives to him. And if you have not this morning, you can make a decision to do that. But he did not just love us for one month, for two months, for 10 years, for 50 years. The Bible says he loved them to the end. The love of God continues. The love of God doesn't finish. The love of God doesn't come to an end. When God loves us, He loves us completely. And this is so reassuring that I'm loved by God, that you are loved by God. No matter what is happening, the love of God doesn't decrease. It doesn't diminish. I know what you are going through now, but I just want to say to you that God loves you. His love for us is not conditional. The Bible says He loved us to the end. So the Bible says when the evening was progressing and the evening meal was progressing, the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. You see, I don't want to focus on what the devil is doing. The Bible says he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He has uh, he prompted Judas Iscariot to betray Jesus, but that's not what I want to focus on. But we can see a bit of the activity of the devil even at Jesus' time. Verse 3, the Bible says, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. This is such a great confidence that we have in God. We can see that Jesus knew his identity. He knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. You know John chapter 1, 
says, as many as received him, to them he gave them power, he gave them the right to become the children of God. Jesus knew whom he was. So, knowing that he had power and authority, Jesus knew he had God's backing to accomplish his purpose here on earth. So because of that, because of this identity, the Bible says that he got up from the meal. He rose up from the meal. The reason why we can arise and shine is because we know our identity in God. Because we know God has given us power and authority to preach the good news of the gospel, to go and heal the sick. So we can arise and shine. This was so true for Jesus. Because he knew what God had given him. He knew that God had given him power. The Bible says he arose. I can say to you, my brothers and sisters, that because of the power that God had given us, we can arise and shine in this world and bring the gospel to people around us. The light of the gospel, we can shine it everywhere we go. We can heal the sick according to the word of God. So, because he knew that the Bible said he took a towel and put it around his waist, after that he poured water into a basin and began, began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel and was wrapped around him. And we knew what he began to do. It's just so, so, so interesting that Jesus would, desire, would decide to go low would decide to begin to wash his disciples' feet, would, be, would, would decide and be deliberate to serve his disciples. So when he was doing this, Simon Peter said, No, Jesus, you are not going to wash my feet. And Jesus had to tell him, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. This is so interesting. To know Jesus is the one that washes away our sins we cannot do it by our power we cannot do it by our effort in fact we cannot work for our salvation only Jesus can do it some people think you need to observe some rules you need to do some things to be saved to come to Jesus to have a relationship with God the Father it's not about doing anything. In fact, the Bible says it was by grace we were saved. Not of ourselves, but through faith. I want to say to you today, if you want to come to Jesus, Jesus has the power to clean us, to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Is there an habit you have there and you are saying, Lord God, I want you to help me today. Jesus has the ability to wash us clean. To wash away our sins and to wash us from all our unrighteousness. I'm coming to the end of this message, which is so interesting. Because Jesus was telling his disciples, you don't know what I'm doing now, but later you are going to understand what I'm doing. But he began to explain to them the purpose of what he was doing, which is what I want to focus on. In verse 12, the Bible says, When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. 
Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. The next thing he told his disciples is that they should wash one another's feet. He was telling them, he was sharing with them the principle of service. First of all, the Bible said he washed their feet. And I want to say that Jesus washed away our sins. He washed away all our unrighteousness, all our iniquity. And after that, that we became Christians, the next thing for us to do is to serve one another, is to serve humanity. We thank God for those who are working in the front line, what they have been doing in the past few months. It's just so interesting to, to, to see the sacrifice they're making. And I just pray for all those people working at this time that the Lord is going to bless you. We pray for you, we are with you, and we are for you. But this is a great example that we need to serve one another. We are not saved by works. Service, doing works, doesn't save us. But as soon as we are saved, we are saved to serve. We are saved to work for the kingdom. And this was what Jesus was demonstrating. It says, it said, serve one another. It says, do this to one another. And when you look at the New Testament, there are many places in the New Testament that talks about loving one another, honoring one another, encourage one another, greet one another, speak the truth to each other in love. So many places. That there are so many areas in which we can serve. Especially at this time, you know, you can decide that every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes, I'm going to pray for this country. I'm going to pray for what is happening. You know, we can decide to pick up our phone and just call some of our members or just call people around and just encourage them with a scripture or just say, I just want to, I've had people who just... Uh, um, uh, who sang and uh, recorded it and then just sent it to me on WhatsApp. You can do that just to encourage people. My brothers and sisters, there are so many areas for us to serve and God is depending on us. Jesus says, if I, your teacher, I will do this. You should do this to one another. I've set you an example. Jesus has, has set an example for every one of us. That as soon as we became Christians, we should serve one another. I just like what Paul did. As soon as he encountered Jesus, the Bible says, he asked a question, what do you want me to do? I think it's time for us to begin to think, Lord Jesus, what do you want me to do? Thank you for the confidence you have given me. Thank you because I know my identity in you. Thank you because you washed me and you saved me. Thank you because you also gave me power over all the authority of the devil. But I'm here to serve you.
I'm here to serve the purpose of your kingdom. I'm here to serve my fellow human beings. I'm here to serve my brothers and sisters. Lastly, the Bible says, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. It's not just hearing these things. Jesus says you will be blessed. So I discovered that there is a blessing that comes when somebody prays for me or when I pray for people. But there is also another blessing that comes when we serve the Lord. God is going to reward us. God is going to bless us as we give our lives to Him and, and as we serve Him even at this time. Let us pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. We ask God that you will bring blessing unto the word that we have heard, that we will not just be hearers alone, but doers of the work, Lord God. God, you said that we will be blessed if we do these things. Lord God, I just pray that you will show us, Holy Spirit, show us as we ask you, what do you want us to do at this time? What do you want us to do to bring your kingdom here on earth? and to do your will on earth. Thank you because you loved us so much. Thank you because you washed away our sins. God, thank you because you reconciled us back to God. We have peace with the Father. Thank you because you love us and you love us to the end. We give you glory, we give you honor. Thank you, even at this time we pray for those who are working at the free in the front line, Lord God. We just pray your blessings on them, we pray your protection on them. We pray for, uh, for, for people who have lost uh, loved ones at this time. We pray your comfort and your peace. We speak your peace to our world. We speak your peace to our nation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. God bless you.